Hello, Mama. Welcome back to the Rooted Working Mom Show. I am so glad you are here. Today, we are continuing our Raising Kingdom Kids, all things on your mama heart conversation with my dear friend, Christy McGuyan. This is part three of three of our mini series. Mama, I see you. I know that your heart desires strongly, just strongly desires to live out your motherhood purpose in a greater way, in a way that you feel so connected with your kids. You feel like you're just thriving in motherhood. You're connected with God and you are helping your kids grow in their relationship with God. So excited to wrap up this series with you. We have a special treat at the end. Um, so please make sure you listen all the way through the end here. Before we dive in, I want you to know that the Rooted Motherhood Method course is now available for you. And mama, if you are ready to grow your personal relationship with God as a busy working mom in the tiny cracks of your day, and finally get clear on your purpose as a mom and be in a heart posture and a mindset to be able to rest as you mother in peace and fulfillment. If you are ready to shepherd and connect with your kids through kingdom parenting, an entire kingdom parenting toolkit is given to you during this course. And um, really, this is your opportunity to grow your faith and to cultivate and create the kingdom kids that you are so desiring to do that know God and further his glory. And so if you are here for all of this, then mama, this course is for you. My heart desire and my prayer for you is that you live as a mom without the undue stress and overwhelm and just feeling like you're so tired all the time. You're exhausted. The guilt of being a working mom all the things, right? Like everything that we go through as working moms, trying to um, serve so many people in our home, outside of our home, at work. If you are ready to transform the way you mother, and so that way you are truly mothering from a place of peace and enjoyment and fulfillment, then again, this course is for you. I hope that you say yes and amen to you and your kids. If you are at all feeling like God is nudging you into this, stepping into a, um, you know, deeper relationship with him and mothering at a whole different level with your kids, then I want to encourage you to check out the Rooted Motherhood Method course. You can go to rootedworkingmom.com forward slash course and check out all the details there. If you would like to get um, my VIP discounted price, this is the introductory price, then you can do so by joining my group insider list. Um, You can do that rootedworkingmom.com or you can go to bit.ly forward slash RWM. So it's like R as in rooted, W as in working and M as in mom insider and join there. I really hope to see you in the course. If you are ready, I am ready to join you. Let's do this system.
Hey, sweet mama. Welcome to the Rooted Working Mom podcast. If you've been in a space of overwhelm, exhaustion, struggle, and feeling like you're just not enough, maybe you feel the tug to step into your authority as a present mom and wife while still pursuing your career, but you're just unsure how to integrate everything with more peace and intention while staying partnered with God and you're truly ready to figure out who God is calling you to be in your life, then this podcast is for you. Hi, I'm Cynthia, Executive Director, both at work and at home, (laughs) entrepreneur, busy mom of two, wife and daughter of the King. This podcast is going to help you find true freedom while resting in Jesus, rising into your authority and raising kingdom builders. Amen. Here in this space, You'll be encouraged, empowered, and partnered with Jesus to get breakthrough in your faith, motherhood, wellness, and mindset so that you can have victory as a mama who is resting and living light with joy and fulfillment. You were born for such a time as this. able to disciple other moms when they don't maybe feel 100% equipped yet by just even passing along your stuff, right? I mean, it's just amazing. It's amazing to me um, what the Lord's put inside of you and um, to get to see it coming to fruition is so incredible. But discipleship is, if I were to break discipleship down to what's the simplest thing. So now everybody's like, uh, I was getting those first two commands and now I'm kind of called to disciple. It literally is just pointing to people to Jesus. So is everything we're doing pointing our kids back to Jesus? That's the ultimate filter. That's the ultimate filter. Can you say that again? Because that was so good. Yeah, I mean, it's just the ultimate filter is, is everything we're doing pointing our kids back to Jesus? And if we are doing that, like if we're constantly just pointing them back to Jesus, then that's what teach a child in the way they should go or train a child in the way they should go. And when they're old, they won't depart from it. They'll keep pointing themselves back to Jesus. And it's not going to find other solutions. It's like, literally, we're just going right back to Jesus. And so our job is actually a lot simpler than we make it. Um, You and I were even talking about the corporate lies or the American national lies or the world lies, the blanket of lies that the deceiver and the accuser and the the enemy, the father of lies, um, tries to get us all to buy into. And that really plays and wreaks havoc on us as moms because we're partnering with an actual lie. So one of the things that I shared with you is like, and I think, you know, I know you feel the same way about it. You hear a lot in the world. Oh, you have teenagers. Oh, your kids can't really become a teenager. Yes, I have a teenager. It's amazing. I love it. You know, what am I going to agree with? The Bible does not say when you have teenagers, it's going to be terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Or even like terrible too. It's like, oh, that kind of thing. Oh my goodness. So it's like one of the ways that, um, I don't know, that I heard like in this past year that I was like, wow, are we prophesying for the devil? Mm. (laughs) Like, so words have life. Like we've talked about you and I, that's something we're super, super passionate about you know, to speak life over our kids, speak life over others, to, to prophesy over our kids. And, but 
when we're choosing the other path, we're actually partnering to prophesy for the devil. Oh, wow. Whoa. Okay, that'll get yeah. your attention a little bit differently. Like, Nothing. a lot <laughs> differently, right? Um, so again, I'm on, I only say the things I hear, like Jesus said. I only say the things I hear my father say. I only say the things I hear Jesus say. I only say the things I hear the Holy Spirit say is my heart's desire, of course. <laughs> I'm a human. I screw yeah. up. <laughs> but... Um, so let's not partner and speak over and into situations and into our family and into, you know, whatever, what the world, which is of the devil, what like those lies that they've agreed with and partnered with. So that would be one of them. You know, I mean, goodness gracious, I, by the grace of God and by partnering with him, instead of moving in fear of, oh gosh, you're right. They are becoming teenagers because we... When we choose who we partner with, our actions respond accordingly, yeah. right? Your actions are going to match your predominant thought. You're not going to do something different than what you're thinking. And so we have to really be careful what we agree with. And that's the strategy of the enemy, yeah. right? Yeah. To make you think that there is some, I mean, like you have taught me like little truth versus capital mm -hmm. T truth. Mm -hmm. It's yep. like yep. the enemy will hook you in this like, well, there's a, there's a slight truth to this, yes. but then he, he like manipulates it in a way yep. that um, creates destruction or division and lies. Mm -hmm. and, and then he gets you distracted off of your, your, your eyes are not fixed and focused yep. on God at that point. They're fixed and focused on, on this lie that is hurting it goes back to relationship yeah. it's hurting your relationship with your child yeah. where um and i think for some moms that are really wanting to um lead your kids to god and maybe they're just not quite there yet or they're um you know god's timing is perfect and they're on their own relationship with god but it actually makes them like I learned in my experience, I will just say like the more I was trying to force Jesus yes. on him, yeah. the more he didn't want yeah. anything to yeah. do about Jesus. Yeah. And it was like, how, like I'm, I'm doing all the quote unquote right things and it's actually doing the opposite of what yeah. I'm trying to do. And my intent was good, yes. but I have to realize that like you have to not force that on, on people. And, and that's, I don't know where I'm going with it, but it's just um, like being aware of like, your intentions yeah. and how it's impacting ultimately your your kid's relationship with you has a um, direct impact on their relationship with God. Yes, absolutely. So, well, and I think um, one of the things and the verse that really helped me with kind of what you're talking about and what we can do a ton as moms is pick up false responsibility. Yeah. And so the verse that really helped me with that and um, the Lord had to work on my heart a ton, not even maybe less with my kids to some degree with my kids. But in the business that I was a part of, I actually in that business, people called me Mama K. So I was a mom, not just to two boys. I'm not just to two boys, which is my primary, you know, role um, in being a mom, but to tens of thousands of people. And so, so I moved from that mother heart to begin with. And so it's really easy if you don't, learn that lesson of not picking up false responsibility to carry burdens and weights of each person, you know? And so the Deuteronomy 32, 39 says, I am God. I alone am he. And you could just stop there, right? Yeah. It's like, check. Okay. Right back in my place. <laughs> <laughs> but it goes on to say, I wound and I heal. 
I kill and I give life. No one can rescue anyone from my hands. And if you're operating from a place of fear, that could be scary. (laughs) When you know God's character, it just puts you in your place. And so like, I don't want to, and we do this so much as moms, like I don't want to short circuit God's process because I'm impatient and then have my kids actually as a result because I'm trying to pluck them out, like let's talk about the alliteration in me, all the P words that are coming out right now, <laughs> to pluck them out of the process that God has them in and the plans. <laughs> and the purpose. And yeah, perfect, exactly. Um, I don't want to, I don't want to step in and try and intervene because I'm trying to protect them. There's another <laughs> that I'm trying to protect them. And, and then as a result, like I'm putting myself in the position of God and they're not learning the lesson they're supposed to learn. Ladies and we need to not try and protect like this, this, the one of the, again, a blanket lie of the enemy right now that is rampant, rampant. Mm-hmm. I mean, you go back to when you were a kid versus right now, how many different forms of fearful protection do we have around our kids? How many more things that we used to do without thinking has the world now brought complete fear into? And you're constantly trying to protect your kids. Constantly. And the Lord is the one that protects our kids. And scripture says that he uses all things together for good for those who are called according to his purposes. And even the bad things he used, like, I think sometimes we think, well, eventually it ends up good. No, he actually takes the actual bad thing mm-hmm. and uses it for good if we let him redeem and restore it. And so, so many times when the Lord is, you know, building our proven character in James and, and it talks about in Romans, it talks about quite a few places, but I'm in James one verses two through four. It talks about consider it all joy when we experience various trials, not just be in joy, but be in joy when you're in trials <laughs> and not just trials that feel spiritual, like various trials. So anytime, whether it's your kid being bummed that a friend doesn't like them anymore or a bad grade and they studied so hard for, or, or they're, they're not getting to play when they should or whatever it is that we want to fix. Like we want to go and fix it. Or such like protect and fix, you know, instead of letting the Lord do and teach them what he is, you know? And so and trusting in God's plan for yes, and purpose. Yeah. That there's a reason for this. This is not, I think, um, I am on so about spiritual warfare and deliverance and a whole bunch of things we don't have time to talk about right now, but sometimes one of the ways the enemy gets our eyes off of Jesus, because again, it's all, is it pointing back to Jesus? Is it pointing back to Jesus? Is he gets us so focused on him that we forget, wait a second, what I think it is that the enemy is doing, what if I ask the Lord if it's actually him? <laughs> because the Bible talks about, like, he has know the story about the Israelites leaving Egypt and like, you know, the 10 plagues and all that stuff and, and, and getting to the Red Sea and the Egyptian chariots coming after them and them standing in front of the Red Sea. But did you know, I can't remember the address right now, but it literally says in scripture, not right at that point in the story, I think it says later that, um, God sent out the chariots. It was not the enemy or the Egyptians, but God was the one that actually that's like mind blowing. Wow. God sent the enemy out after them. God sent the chariots out after them. Wait a second. Why? Because they would have never crossed to the other side. 
They literally were standing in front of the Red Sea, promised land that God had told them, I'm taking you to your promised land (laughs) on the other side. Now, granted, I mean, if we go in our flesh and think, I don't think I would want to walk through a wall of water on either side either. Is it going to crash back over? You know, there's, there's those facts that you talked about and the little T truth. The facts are there's two walls of water that I'm not sure when it's going to cave back in. The facts are that I could die. The facts are there are some little T truths, but the capital T truth is what we focus on. So they were standing there. And so the Lord sent out, he commands and controls it all. Mm-hmm. The devil thinks he's doing something. And the Lord's like, watch how I'm going to use this. You know what I mean? So if we could just like really keep our eyes on Jesus, even to the point that when the enemy is doing something, we can just say, we can go to the Lord in prayer and go, Lord, Nehemiah is a great place to see this. Lord, you, you're, uh, the enemy's doing this, but you've called me to do this. So you take care of him. I'm just going to keep moving forward. Right? So I... I think another thing that you have taught me that's been so powerful for me is trying to um, ask Jesus, like, what are you teaching me yes. in this moment when yeah. you just maybe feel afraid, um, just nervous, um, not good enough, like any of those negative feelings that you have to release that number one to him, but then also to ask him, like, what are you teaching yeah. me? And that's a complete shift of focus on him and knowing that whatever he's teaching you it's out of love but it's also out of um helping you build a more intimate relationship with him well and also that that verse in james that we were talking about just a little bit ago says um consider all joy when we experience various trials Um, and then it talks about that that's building our character and proven endurance romans says that as well too but that we have to let endurance do its complete work now as a sprinter, not a distance runner. <laughs> so I want to take one lap, not 10, you know? So like you said, God commands and control, God commands and controls all things. And like you said, he's like his destiny and his will is what's going to be accomplished. The question is how many laps are we going to run before we get there? So he's going to teach us that lesson one way or the other. His desire is for us to be closer in a relationship with him. So are we going to learn the lesson the easier way? <laughs> By partnering with him, or are we going to learn it through discipline, being disciplined by him and run the same lap? Because if you ever see a situation where, why does this keep happening? Ask the Lord what lesson he's trying to teach you. There's a reason. There is a reason because it keeps coming back because he has the best plan for our life. And we always have to come full circle to that. Psalm 139 that he knit us together in our mother's womb and he planned every single day before one of them began. So even in the hard things that you might be in right now, not only does he know, but he knows what he's using it for. Not only does he know, but he knows how he's taking you from here to the next place. Not only does he know, but he knows what's, what's in store and you have no clue, but he knows and you can trust him. And so instead of fighting that, even ourselves, that process, we can trust him in it. I feel like I could talk to you for forever, but you and I are looking at the clock and realizing you're supposed to take me to the airport right now. So I think, can you please invite me back? Yes, absolutely. (laughs) And we'll keep talking in the car. Of course, we haven't stopped talking since I've been here. I'm just so encouraged by what you're doing for moms. You like, I'm literally like in awe of what you're accomplishing. And I'm just so excited for what God's doing. Not only, in fact, I'm just going to maybe give a prophetic word that your leaders can, or your listeners can 
hold you, your leaders, because you're building leaders as well, too. Their listeners can hold you accountable, too. But um, you know that I also see you bringing your husband on to this soon. And so, like, there'll be, there'll be podcasts, listeners, there'll be podcasts mm-hmm. that will include her incredible husband talking about marriage stuff. <laughs> yeah, we're going to get about, Anthony on yes, here. Yes, <laughs> he is amazing. And so I'm excited for what the Lord has for you and what you're doing, but what the Lord has for your whole entire family in ministry and in advancing his kingdom. So you're such well, a blessing. Thank you. you so much. Would you pray for us? Absolutely. <laughs> so Father, we thank you for every um, single child of yours right now. Lord, would you, Holy Spirit, through these airwaves, would you touch them? Would you overcome them with a deeper revelation of your love? They just sit in it right now. There's so many things that they rush from one thing to the next, Lord. So many things on their checklist, on their to-do list, Lord. Thank you that you love us for not what we do, but because of whose we are and we're yours. And so, Lord, I just ask you to even right now highlight anything on that, on their anxious hearts or even on their list for today, that you would just say, not today. In fact, maybe that one, not ever. It's not really that important. And Lord, just, I just thank you that you go with them everywhere they go. Lord, just, I thank you, Holy Spirit, um, that you are the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead and that you live inside of each and every single one of us. And so everywhere we go, you're with us. We thank you for the word in Joshua that says to be strong and courageous. It is because you are with us wherever we go, not because we can muster it up in our own strength, not because we're supposed to a personality type to it ourselves, but because literally you, 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 and you alone are with us wherever we go. So bless these ladies, Lord, fill them up to overflowing, be the center of their heart and of their lives. And I thank you that from the overflow of you and their heart, their mouth speak to impact the next generation of kingdom changers for you in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Christy. You're incredible. You've been such a blessing to me and my family. I know that to share you with my listeners. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. I love you. Love you too. Love, before you go, if you enjoyed today's episode and made you laugh or inspired you in some way, I'd be so thankful if you took a quick minute to share it with another working mom and leave me a written review for the show over on Apple Podcasts. It's the number one way you can thank me and hearing from you fills my heart with so much joy. I'd also love to connect with you over on my Facebook community, The Rooted Working Mom. Come join us praying for miracles and victories for you. See you next time.